What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Hey, welcome back to Road to Midterms. This is our Politics by Faith segment. So uh, if you're not familiar with our podcast, it's called Politics by Faith. The quick quick gist of it is we uh, take a story that's causing anxiety, and then we provide some historical perspective and biblical truth to make the anxiety go away because it's not good to have anxiety. We can do better than that. We need to do better than that. So that's the, the, the essence of the podcast, and you can download it wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening right now on the podcast, you're like, well, this sounds different. What's going on here? This is the last segment of our Road to Midterms show that we're doing up until the midterms, of course, uh, that airs on the first TV. So however you're here, I'm grateful. Let's get to it. Actually, before we get to it, before we get to the main topic, I just wanted to, I just wanted to take a second and reflect and celebrate that during this entire election run-up, and it's been six, eight months or so of campaigning across the country with the primaries and now the, the, you know, the, the, the big election day coming up. Throughout all this time, have you noticed something missing? And I, I, I haven't noticed until yesterday. I noticed it and I was like, wow, that, it feels really good that we haven't had that. For the whole run up here, there hasn't been a single issue single topic, a single discussion, a single riot about race. Isn't that right? Doesn't that feel good? Think about it. No one's been talking about race. No one's been talking about Black Lives Matter. No one's been talking about George Floyd. I haven't heard George Floyd's name mentioned once. It's been wonderful. (laughs) So I think we need to pause and appreciate that. That's a wonderful thing. Now, I mean, we're talking about castrating children whether or not we should do that, sure. There's been other stuff, but nothing with race. And I think that's really nice. Let's hope it stays that way for a long time. I wanna play this uh, clip of the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers football team. And he was asked about, the, uh, you know, what is the significance of coaching against Mike Tomlin, who's also a black NFL coach? Uh, people on the left think that there's not enough black NFL coaches and they're, they're, they're uh, very upset about that for some reason. And therefore they were very excited about these two black men coaching against each other in the NFL. And the, the Bucks coach was asked about it, enjoy. I have a very good relationship with Tomlin. Uh, we don't look at what color we are when we coach against each other. We just know each other. I have a lot of very good white friends that coach in this league as well, and I don't think it's a big deal as far as us being coaching against each other. I think it's normal. Wilkes got an opportunity to do a good job. Hopefully he does it. And we coach ball. We don't look at color. 
But you also understand that representation matters too, right? And that when young aspiring coaches or even football players, they see you guys, you know, they see someone that looks like them, maybe grew up like them, that has to mean something. Well, when you say you see you guys and look like them and grow up like them, it means that we're eyeballs to begin with. And I think the mm -hmm. minute you guys start stop making a big deal about it, everybody else will as well. Oh, well, don't you? What do you think about representation and representation matters and people see people like you guys? It's like, knock it off. Reminds me of one of the greatest clips of all time. Here's Morgan Freeman many years ago. Black History Month you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you do with yours? What, which month is White History Month? No, well, no, 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 come on, tell me. Well, the, I'm Jewish. Okay, which I'm month Jewish. is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh, oh, why not? Yeah. You want one? No, no, no. I, 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 I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? And Stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman. You're Perfect. So, so if only we could embrace this once and for all, it would be amazing. But I'm sure the race baiters will come out soon and come out of the woodwork again. But let's enjoy the peace while we have it. All right. Uh, here's the main segment. At the risk of jumping the gun a little bit, Republicans are going to win... A lot of races in a little bit here. And it's wonderful. Still vote. It's not over yet, right? You got to vote. They don't, they don't tabulate your intentions. Uh, so yesterday, we talked about not making politics an idol. Politics, politicians, won't solve all your problems. They can stop making your life worse. That's for sure. But can they really make your life better? Probably not. I'm not, I'm not banking my life fulfillment on which political party is in power in Washington, D.C., Democrats or Republicans, let's put it like that. But I'm also thinking about what Republicans will do when they are in power. Now, they're not really in power. Biden's still president, is what I mean. So the midterms can really just stop the bleeding. Joe Biden's not going to turn around and be like a conservative guy or whatever. Right? So the, the, the Republicans take the House and the Senate, they can just stop the bleeding. They can stop Biden from pushing through trillions of dollars of more spending or stop giving tens of billions more to Ukraine just because. They can just slam the brakes on the madness. And we get gridlock. And gridlock is good. It's how our founders designed Washington, D.C. to work. So a bunch of no votes out of the Republicans is a good thing. I'll take it. But also, let's look ahead even more. Not that far. 2024, when a Republican wins the presidency, which a Republican will, because the Democrats have no one. I read an article the other day about the top 10 nominees for the Democratic Party for president. You know who number one was? Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg is number one. That's great. Followed by a ticket of uh, the two least liked people in the world, Kamala Harris and Gretchen Whitmer. A ticket. Gretchen Whitmer is going to lose her race for Michigan governor in a couple of days. And they're talking about these two clowns being a ticket? Are you kidding me? And then their other option was Amy Klobuchar. All right, so like, what are we doing? Amy Klobuchar, yeah, she's the next, she's the next president. Are you kidding me? 
So the Dems have no one. Gavin Newsom is their best bet, the governor of uh, California. But do the Democrats in Iowa, are they going to, so do they want the, a country based on California Democratic politics? I don't think so. So the Republicans, excuse me, the Democrats have no one, and the Republicans got a pretty good bench, uh, you know, if not Trump, DeSantis, definitely. So anyway, let's get ready for 2024, but what are the Republicans promising to do when that day comes? This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, You'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I just came across Genesis 18.1 yesterday. So here's the quick story. So Abraham, he saw three men, three strangers, and he saw them and he ran to the front of his tent and he bowed down to greet them. And you're like, well, that's weird. What's he doing? It seems like an overreaction to us, but hospitality back then was extremely important in their culture. And that's what this was. So Abraham says, do not pass your servant by. Please let me bring you water so you can wash your feet and you can rest under this tree. Right? So he's just being hospitable to his guest. So this is Genesis 18.5. He says, let me get you a morsel of bread. A morsel so you can be refreshed and then go on your way now that you have come to your servant. Again, they're strangers. He's not really your servant. But again, the point is hospitality. I'm here to serve you whatever you need, right? So let me go get you a morsel of bread. So then he goes back inside. He tells his wife to make some bread from their finest flour. And then he went to go, go out back and he killed a calf to prepare it to eat. 18.8 says, then he brought some curds like some cheese, basically cheese, like, like milk is like the fat off the milk or whatever. So, so curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before him. And otherwise, in other words, uh, Abraham gave him a feast. He promised a morsel of bread, a morsel, a little tiny morsel, brought them a feast. So what Abraham did here was under promise and over deliver. I'll get you a morsel of food. And they're like, oh, great. And then he came back with the finest bread, milk and meat. Under promise, over deliver. Now, this is good advice for all of us as people and as employees as well. How about as a political party? What are the Republicans doing? Well, in the past, they've over promised and under delivered. They've done the opposite of Abraham, right? In the past, the Republicans say, we're going to do this and this, it's going to be amazing, we're going to do all these incredible things, you got to vote for us, we'll change the world, it'll be fantastic. And then they do nothing. 
They do nothing. Or they do the opposite of those things, they say. Right? We're gonna, uh, we're gonna eliminate the Department of Education. How's that going? This is Trump at CPAC. And if federal bureaucrats are going to push this radicalism, we should abolish the Department of Education. And the crowd goes nuts. You were president. And I remember when Trump appointed Betsy DeVos as the head of the Department of Education. Do you remember that the left freaked out for some reason? I think she was for school choice and left freaked out and they hated her. And I'm thinking, wait a second. I thought we were abolishing it. Because there were Republicans that were, were defending the choice of Betsy DeVos as the head of the Department of Education. I was like, I thought we were, I thought there was going to be no more Department of Education. What are we doing? So they're making these huge promises and then doing nothing, or even worse, doing the opposite, saying they're going to cut spending and then they spend more than anyone. You with me? So your cynicism against the Republican Party is well-founded. So in the past, they would overpromise, underdeliver. Now, in this midterm, Mitch McConnell's plan is the op well, not the opposite. Let me tell you, his plan is to promise very little. So in the past, they would overpromise, underdeliver. His plan now is to promise almost nothing. He says it's the same thing we did in 2014 when Obama was president. All we have to do is run against the person in power. We don't need to be specific about anything, right? Uh, broad themes, right? Sort of like what Lee Zeldin did. Lee Zeldin's running for governor in New York. He's a Republican, of course. He's probably going to win this state, which is incredible. And at the debate, he was asked why people are leaving New York. Here's what he said. For me, you ask me, why does New York lead the entire nation in population loss? Because their wallets, their safety, their freedom, and their quality of their kids' education are under attack. So they're hitting their breaking point. So that's great. Awesome. Big themes. It's all you need. Wallet, safety, freedom, quality of kids' education. That's it. Run on that, you'll win. Because those people are not for those things. Very simple. But I fear that Mitt's plan is to promise very little, like Abraham did, just a morsel, but then not deliver. So this would be like if Abraham promised a morsel of bread and then left town. That's my concern. I suppose there's four options, actually. Let's talk this out. There's four things you could do, that the Republican Party could do. They could promise a lot and deliver a little. Promise a lot, deliver a little. This would be what they did in the past, right? Like the Department of Education. We're gonna get rid of the Department of Education. We're gonna promise a lot, and then it's, it's still there. Right, so promise a lot, deliver a little. They could do that. They could promise a little and deliver a lot, right? That'd be what Abraham did. That's the goal here, right? That's what Mitch McConnell wants you to think they're doing. Promise a little, but then deliver a lot once they get in power. They could promise a lot and deliver a lot. That'd be great. That's the uh, campaign idea that, that launched Blake Masters into, into contention in Arizona for the Senate race was the suggestion that families in America should be able to survive on one income alone. That's a big promise. If they can deliver on that, that would be a massive structural change to America and to people's lives. That would be promising a lot and delivering a lot. Or they could do the fourth option, promise very little and deliver very little. That's probably what they'll do. I'm voting for them. You should too. But our work doesn't stop there. And our work as citizens and neighbors doesn't stop at the voting booth either. If only we could save our country once every two years with a vote. If only it were that simple. But it's not. And good, it shouldn't be. Our country's not made in D.C. It's made in our homes first, and then in our community next. So let us not lose sight of that part, the loving your neighbor part. Second Peter says, Peter said, make every effort 
to supplement. Now supplement to me means like uh, you take a supplement. So you have like your meal and then you have a little tiny pill, like a little supplement vitamin pill to go along with it. But the, the real word supplement there means an overflowing. It's like, like way more, an abundance more, like what Abraham did. He didn't just bring a morsel, he brought an abundance of food. So it's make every effort to have an abundance of with your faith virtue and with virtue knowledge. These are all you things. These are not Washington DC things. Faith, virtue, knowledge, with knowledge, self-control, steadfastness, with steadfastness, godliness, and with godliness, brotherly affection, and with brotherly affection, love. These are not to be voted on. Virtue and brotherly affection. And then Peter says you need to get them and have them always increasing. That's up to us. No one in D.C. Politics by Faith. You can download it anywhere. You download podcasts, please leave a five-star review when you do. And if you're listening on the podcast, thanks for being here. Join us over at uh, Road to the Midterms. We only got a little bit left until Election Day over on the first TV. Spread the word. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.